2,715 hits, a 22-year career, one of only five baseball players to play in the 1960s, the 1970s, the 1980s, and the 1990s. He embodied the cliché of a hard-nosed, gritty player who combined talent with hard work. He played hurt, he didn't complain, and his teammates loved him. And the first line of Bill Buckner's obituary read, he will be most remembered for the error that cost the Boston Red Sox the World Series in 1986. The bouncing ground ball down the first baseline that squibbed between his glove and between his legs, allowing the Mets to score the winning run and eventually in the next game to win the World Series. Are we remembered for all the good that we did or tried to do in our life? Or for that one big mistake, the ground ball through our legs, that shows up on our own proverbial blooper reel for the rest of our life, or apparently even after we die. I've been thinking a lot about that this week, of course, because in part my own blooper reel is now probably a short film, and also because of the great lesson from Bill Buckner's life, the human capacity for forgiveness, to forgive others and to often do that even harder thing, to forgive ourselves. As Terry Glavin will tell you when he gets here, God willing, making me nervous, the first thing that they teach you when you start publishing articles and writings online is never read the comments. It's only the zealots and the haters and the trolls that spend their days tearing apart the writing that you worked so hard for sport or punishment. But sometimes, and sometimes it is rare, but sometimes, the internet can be a wonderful thing. It can rally the voice of people, it can drown out the haters and flood the space with humanity and with empathy. Think of all those YouTube videos that people have sent you about children's sports teams that might have a physical or developmentally delayed student or child on them and the players that gather together to help that child make that shot or shoot that basket. Think about all those memes, and a meme is a story or a picture that goes viral around the internet. My kids taught me that term. Think about all of those memes about the people who came to defend an innocent victim, or who shouted down racism and, and bigotry in the most unexpected places. Think about the times that the internet has brought people together in common cause for uncommon good. Sometimes the internet, with all of its hate, its vitriol and its partisanship can surprise us in a good way. Because long ago, the days have passed when it could surprise us anymore with the capacity to shock and with its ugliness. But sometimes it can surprise us for good. And so as I was reading this obituary and growing more and more upset with its tone and its recollection of that error, and that was his life, I read the comments below, the comments below on the Bill Buckner obituary. And I heard in those comments the human heart. Not only forgiveness, but I also heard regret and empathy and what he, for what he had endured for being the butt of so many jokes. The example that coaches would use for decades, including when I was still playing baseball, about why you have to get down on a ground ball and get your body in front of it, otherwise you're going to pull a Buckner. The man had become a noun. His error, a moment of humiliation, of failure, of ineptitude, that's a Buckner. 
Can you imagine the pain of his family? As every third obituary headline they read brings up a single mistake that you made, that your father, your husband, your brother, your uncle made more than 30 years ago. Can you imagine what it was like to read that? Our capacity for continually to wound each other is limitless and heartless and well-documented. I was ready to give up on the world, for the day at least, besieged as we were by such cutting and brutal discourse as we are, people shouting at each other on television, on the internet, tweeting at each other. I was having what I will call a Moses moment. The Moses moment from that moment when Moses was there with the Hebrew slave that was beaten, being beaten by the Egyptian taskmaster. And Moses looks around and sees nobody doing anything, nobody saying anything. And so in a very Moses way, he kills the taskmaster. I wasn't going to do that. But I was ready to kill the internet, or at least turn off my Wi-Fi. But there in the comments, Beyond the headlines and the collective indignation was the human voice of understanding. As I scrolled down that page, I saw people calling out the headline as obnoxious, as inhumane, as cruel and heartless. In the passage of time, that great equalizer of so many emotions that time is, Bill Buckner, who got death threats for years after that baseball game, had not only been forgiven, but he was being apologized to by his fans and the world. The internet was doing tshuva for the years that they had treated him as a punchline instead of a human being. Death can do that. Sadly, it often does it too late. But it reminds us all that we are human. Or at least it can, if there's still a shred of humanity inside of us. And as human beings, we make mistakes. Beyond breathing, it's probably the thing that we share most in common with each other, is that we make mistakes. Fans who had ridiculed Bill Buckner now saw themselves in him. Fans who had never played baseball before now saw themselves as balls going beneath and between their legs, and directed now their righteous indignation not at Bill Buckner, but at those who would sum up a person's life by their failings, rather than their accomplishments. Person after person wrote of their outrage that ESPN, that the AP, that the Washington Post all led news of Buckner's death with his World Series error. In fact, those news outlets later had to issue an apology. They had to do their own tshuva and rewrite their headlines and rewrite the leads of their stories. Such was the outrage from human beings. The way we treated him became the news. And for that, a great many felt regret. And then reading beyond the ground ball, reading of how Buckner had done even the harder thing, that he had forgiven himself, people felt even more. They felt admiration for him. Sidney Greenberg writes that while we speak of the importance of having a good memory, it's equally important to have a good forgettery so that we are able to not hold on to those things that are best forgotten. We would be wise to remember that forgiveness has a companion, and it is forget. 
Once we have forgiven the most humane thing that we can do for the one who has wronged us, and in some way for ourselves, is to forget, to let it go. Like a ground ball through your legs, you just move on. And as they say in baseball, there's always next year. Can you hear our song? May we remember to forget. Shabbat Shalom.